0: We will do chapter 23 from Canto 5, the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is called Sisumara planetary system. This we are going in outer space. So, Sukdev Goswami continued, My dear king, the 1300,000 yojanas, which is 10.4 crore miles above the planets of the seven sages in the place that learned scholars described as the abode of Lord Vishnu. There the son of Maharaj Uttanpad, the great devotee Maharaj Dhruv, still resides as the life source of all the living entities who live until the end of the creation. Agni, Indra, Prajapati, Kasyapa and Dharma all assemble there to offer him honor and respectful obeisance. They circumambulate Him with their right side towards Him. I have already described the glorious activities of Maharaj Dhruva in the fourth canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Established by the supreme will of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the pole star, which is the Dhruvatara, which is the planet of Maharaj Dhruva, constantly shines as a central pivot for all the stars and planets. The unsleeping, invisible, most powerful time factor causes these luminaires to revolve around the pole star without cessation. This is exactly what I said to you. you know, it is like a merry-go-round. You know, merry-go-round, the one which is caught in the center and it goes round, 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 round. You know, you are sitting in one, uh, one of the, you know, that small things, or maybe a horse. And then you are going round, 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 round like that. It's like that, you know. Oh, should we call it a merry-go-round or is it a carousel? Something like that. It is caught in the center somewhere. So, a pole star is like the center point. When bulls are yoked together and tied to a central post in the thresh rice, This we have seen in our villages, you know. The bull is tied in the central thing and he goes round and round. Full day he does the threshing. Threshing is done by them. Nowadays, they have all the modern machinery, but in ancient times, today we have the same thing. They tread round that pivot without deviating from their proper position, which is a fact of life. They cannot, because they are tied up. They are bulls who are tied up. Hmm. They are tied bull, and when he gets angry, he becomes red bull. <laughs> so, one bull being closest to the post, another in the middle, and third to the outside. Similarly, all the planets and all the hundreds and thousands of stars revolve around the pole star. The planet of Maharaj Dhruva in their respective orbits, some higher and some lower. Fastened by the Supreme Personality of God to the machine of material nature according to the results of their fruity wax, they are driven around the pole star by the wind and will continue to do so until the end of creation. These planets float in the air without the vast sky, just as clouds with the hundreds of tons of water float in the air Or as the great Siena eagles, due to the result of past activities, fly high into the sky and have no chance of falling to the ground. This is exactly like our genesis, you know. If you go by genesis words, you will wonder, what are they talking about? (laughs) How can God be living somewhere on planet? So there is nothing like that. But understand, these are certain things which have been taken into account. For explaining to a very simple-minded human being. A simple-minded human being doesn't understand beyond a certain point. So he has to be told in a very simple language. That is why the bull, the bullock cart, this and that and all those things have come into the picture. Otherwise nobody is going to understand. This great machine consisting of the stars and the planets resembles the forms of Sishumara, which is a dolphin in the water. It is sometimes considered an incarnation of Krishna Vasudeva. Great yogis meditate upon Vasudeva in this form because of it's actually visible. So we can also meditate on the divine form when we stand outside and you observe the universe outside. In the darkness, you know, you can see the whole stars just above you. And you can admire those stars and think about the Lord. This form of this dolphin has its head downwards and its body coiled. On the end of the tail is the planet of Dhruva and on the body of its tail are the planets of the demigods Prajapati. Agni, Indra and Dharma. And at the base of the tail are the planets of the demigods Dhata and Vidata. Where the hips might be on the Shishumara are the seven saintly sages like Vashishta and Angira. The coil body of the Shishumara chakra turns towards his right side on which the 14 constellations from Abhijit to Purnavasu are located. On his left side are the 14 stars from Pushya to Uttarsada. His body is balanced because its sides are occupied by the equal number of stars. On the back of the Shishumara is a group of stars known as the Ajaviti. And the abdomen of the Ganga that flows into the sky, that is the Milky Way. The Ganga is now explained in a another language which is called the Milky Way. Alright. So, come back to this line and think about it, what is it that is mentioned over there. We are flowing from the Ganga. So basically the whole of India is getting, you know, its waters from Ganga river is what they are saying. It also tells you that Ganga is the source of life, source of joy to India. That is the reason why you will find that the planet earth also has come from somewhere in the milky way. We don't know where it has come from. It has come from there. It is flowing in that. Now, if you actually look at the position of the stars and the in the galaxies and so on and so forth, it is it is described how everything is towards the east and towards the west, towards the north and towards the south. It has been described, you know, all the seven saptarishis, as we call them, where are they? Where are the other planetary systems? Where are the other galaxies? They have been mentioned over there. I don't know much of astronomy, but at least this uh, this person knows too much of astronomy. So we have to just go by what he says. On the right and the left side of which the loins might be in the Sishumara Chakra are the stars named Purnavasu and Pushya. Adhra and Adlesha are the right and the left. Abhijit and Uttarsada are its right and left nostrils. Shravana and Purvasada are its right and left eye. It's just like you know if you see the Mesha or the Simha Rashi. Simha. Simha is the lion. Sa Rashi. Rashi is basically that particular zodiac. Now it is as if you draw a line and you complete the figure. Kumbha. Kumbha is that matka which they draw. You know Kumbha. Kumbha is matka. So they have fish. Pisces. So it's as if they have drawn a line and created an imaginary fish over there. There are no fish in Pisces by the way. But they have created an imaginary fish over there. So that is the reason why we say Pisces. In the same way, this is the different, different kinds of. <coughs> the eight stars from the Marga to Anuradha, which marks the southern course, are in the ribs of the left of the body, and the eight stars from Margashish to Purva which marks the northern course, are on the ribs of the right. Satabhisha and Jesta are on the right and the left shoulders. On the upper chin of the Shishumara is Agatsi, in his lower chin, the Yamaraja, in his month, Mars on his genitals, Saturn in the back of the neck Jupiter and it shares the sun within the core of the heart Narayana. Within the mind is the moon, on its navel Venus and on its breast the Ashwini Kumaras, while its life air which is known as Pranapana is Mercury, on the neck is Rahu, all over its body are comets and its pores are the numerous stars. My dear king, it's like you know you are describing a dolphin. (laughs) Imagine, it's a dolphin shaped thing and we are describing it. And we are taking points over it and saying, oh, this is the navel, oh, this is the head, oh, this is the ears, oh, this is like this, and oh, this is like that. So it's like that. It's an imaginary way of looking at it, okay? So let us say uh, this whole universe, like what is visible universe, visible in front of our eyes, is shaped like a dolphin. It's like, you know, pointing, you know, in school we used to have this, you know, uh, you know, piece these dots together and create that image. We have done that in school and college, you know. Uh, we'll put the dot 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 and we'll draw a line and complete the image. So it's like that, you know, they have created this image of a dolphin in the sky. Okay, that is is Shishumarā. And you, you will find that there are various places where there is a navel, where is this, where is that. All these are different different star systems. That, my dear king, the body of the Shishumarā is thus described, should be considered the external form of Lord Vishnu. Should be considered, doesn't mean that it is a form. Consider, just consider it. The Supreme Personality of God in morning, noon and evening, one should silently observe the form of the Lord as Shishumara Chakra and worship him with the mantra. O Lord, who has assumed this form of time, O resting place of all the planets moving in different orbits, O Master of all demigods, O Supreme Person, I offer my respectful obeisance unto you and meditate upon you. The body of the Supreme Lord, Vishnu, which forms the Shishumara Chakra is the resting place of all the demigods and all the stars and the planets. One who chants the mantra to worship the Supreme person three times a day, morning, noon and evening will surely be freed from all the sinful reactions. If one simply offers his obeisance unto the form or members this form three times a day, all the recent sinful activities will be destroyed. This ends the 5th canto, 23rd chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam. So we have another chapter which is subterranean heavenly planets. Okay, We will do this also. It's a small chapter again. It's nothing but describing the planetary system. I know it may be like astronomy students may be interested, but <laughs> we require stories. Not to <laughs> astronomy, no stories. So, uh, most other people will be sleeping. At least you, you have to keep your eyes open like this and see. <laughs> Uh. See, Suddha Goswami said, My dear King, some historians, the speakers of the Puranas, say that 10,000 Yojanas, which is 8, 80,000 miles below the sun, is a planet known as Rahu, which moves like one of the stars. The presiding deity of the planet, who is the son of Simhika, is the most abominable of all the Asuras. But although he is completely unfit to assume the position of the demigod, a planetary deity, he has achieved the position of the grace of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Later, I shall speak further about him. This is a chapter, which is chapter 24 of the Canto 5, the subterranean heavenly planets. So this is about the different planets that are there. The sun globe, which is the source of the heat, extends for 10,000 Yojanas. The moon extends for 20,000 Yojanas and the Rahu extends for 30,000 Yojanas. Formerly when nectar was being distributed, Rahu tried to create dissension between the sun and the moon by interposing himself between them. Rahu is inimical towards both the sun and the moon and therefore he always tries to cover the sunshine and the moonshine in the dark moon day and full moon night. Rahu is an imaginary creature. There is no such person called Rahu and Ketu. Okay? So there are no stars like Rahu, Ketu and all that. We have just created an imaginary character. He is the one, it seems, who causes the eclipses. The eclipse happens because of the planetary positions. Either the, sun co- the moon comes in the middle or the sun is covered or the earth is covered or something like that is happening. The earth, when its shadow falls on the moon, it creates an eclipse, isn't it? It's the same thing. Or when the moon comes in between the sun and the earth, there is an eclipse. It's as if the sun is getting eaten up by the moon. Nothing like that is happening, but we think like that. So these are the Rao Ketu fellows who supposedly are imaginary creatures. They no such person, but... Okay. After hearing from the sun and the moon demigods about Rahu's attack, the Supreme Personality of Godhead wished to engage his disc known as the Sudarshana Chakra to protect them. The Sudarsana Chakra is the Lord's most beloved devotee and is favored by the Lord. The intense heat of the effulgence meant for killing Vaishnavas, non Vaishnavas, is unbearable to Rahu and he therefore flees in the fear of it. During the time Rahu disturbs the sun or the moon, there occurs what people commonly known as the eclipse. See, these people knew about the eclipse, but we have always put all these things into a perspective of, you know, as if there is a Kravu and a Ketu and all that. There is, there is a <laughs> incidence for that, so we will come to that. Below Rahu by 10,000 Yojanas are the planets known as Siddha Loka, Charna Loka and vidyadhar Loka. Okay, beneath Vidyadhar Loka, Loka and Loka is a sky called Antarix and the place of enjoyment for the Yakshas, Rakshasas, Pichasas, Ghosts and so on. Antariksh extends as far as the wind blows and the cloud floats in the sky. About this, there is no more air. So they knew also that there is vacuum in that place. There is no more air, that means there is vacuum over there. These guys are on planet Earth and yet they know about you know that there is vacuum in the air and there is this loka and that loka but so you will wonder you know why have they given such kind of funny names to it you know why, why what do you mean by this you know think about it there are rakshasas and yakshas and pishachas ghosts and so on when you know so damn well that there is a vacuum over there and there are just planets and some bodies over there what is it that makes the rakshasas and the pishachas and the lokas come that means they are talking about something else isn't it it tells you very nicely that it is actually they are describing something completely different below the abodes of the yakshas and the rakshasas, by a distance of hundred yojanas is a planet earth its upper limit extends as high as swans hawks eagles and large birds can fly my dear king beneath the earth are seven other planets known as atala vitala sutala tatala talatala mahatala rasatala and patala i, I think i've already explained to you where these we are supposed to look for I have already explained the situation of the planetary system of Earth. The width and the length of the seven lower planetary systems are calculated to be exactly the same as that of Earth. In these seven planetary systems, which are known as subterranean heavens, which is Bilaswarga, there are very beautiful houses, gardens and places to enjoyment, which are even more opulent than those in the higher planets because the demons have a very high standard of sensual pleasure. Wealth and influence. Most of the residents of these planets, who are known as Daityas, Danavas and Nagas, live as householders. These wives, children, friends and society are fully engaged in illusory material happiness. The sense enjoyments of the demigods is sometimes disturbed by the residents of these planets enjoy life without disturbance and they are understood to be very attached to the illusory happiness. My dear king, in these imitation heavens known as Bilaswarga, there is a great demon named Mayadana who is an expert artist and architect. He has constructed many brilliantly decorated cities, there are many wonderful houses, walls, gates, assembly houses, temples, yards and temple grounds, compounds, as well as many hotels serving as residential quarters for foreigners. So there is tourism industry also over there. (laughs) The houses of the leaders of this planet are constructed with most valuable jewels and they are always crowded with living entities known as Nagas and Asuras. Think about it, all the politicians in the world have very big palaces and they have nagas and asuras as their assistants. As well as many pigeons, parrots and similar birds. Pigeons. Pigeons do what? Gurugu. And parrots do? They imitate their bosses, okay? They say hello and the parrot says hello. So we have all the yes men in this world around this politicos, isn't it? All in all these imitation Heavens, cities are most beautifully situated and attractively decorated. The parks and the gardens in the artificial heavens surpass in beauty those of the upper heavenly planets. The trees in those gardens, embraced by creepers, bend with a heavy burden into twigs and flowers and fruits, and therefore appears extraordinarily beautiful. This beauty cannot could attract anyone and make his mindfully blossom in the pleasures of sense gratification. There are many lakes and reservoirs. With clear, transparent water, agitated by jumping fish and decorated with many flowers such as lilies, koalias, ka- kalaras, and blue and red lotuses, pairs of charvakas and many other birds, nest in the lakes and always enjoy with a happy mood, making sweet, pleasant vibrations that are very satisfying and you to enjoyment in the senses. Since there is no sunshine on this subterranean planet, time is not divided into days and nights and consequently, fear produced by time does not exist. Many great serpents reside there with gems on their hoods and the effulgent of these gems dissipates the darkness in all the directions. Since the residents of this planet drink and bathe in juices and elixirs made from wonderful herbs, they are freed from all anxieties and physical diseases. They have no experience of grey hair, wrinkles and invalidity. Their bodily lustres do not fade, their perspiration does not cause bad smell and they are not troubled by fatigue or by lack of any meat, energy or enthusiasm due to old age so they knew about all these things also so they live very auspiciously and do not fear death from anything but death established time which is the effulgence of the Sudarshan chakra of the Supreme Personality of Godhead when the disc enters those provinces the pregnant wife of the demons all have miscarriages due to fear of its effulgence so you will find that all these things that we were talking about so far is describing planets which are very, very strange creatures. They they don't seem to exist in this you know unique system of this planetary system that is. And astronomy cannot describe it. My dear King, now I shall describe to you the lower planetary system one by one, beginning from Atala. In Atala there is a demon, the son of Maya Dhanam called Bala, who created 96 kind of mystic powers. Some so-called yogis and swamis take advantage of this mystic power to cheat people even today. Simply by yawning, the demon Bala created three kinds of women known as Swarini, Kamini and Pumshchali. Now, this particular fellow, which is called Atala, okay, think about it, where does he reside and who is he? His name is B-A-L-A. Bala means strength. Bal, Bal. Bal means strength. And he is the son of Maya. Imaginary strength. Alright. So, this particular imaginary strength is used by yogis who are the cheap kind of yogis and swamis and what do they use this for? They use this kind of mystic power to cheat people. I'll tell you where this particular yogi, this particular atala is. Where the groin joins. Groin, you know, groin. Where it joins the thigh. That is the place where it is. Alright? They have sexual powers. They use sexual powers on three kinds of women. Who are the three kinds of women? Swairini, Kamini and Pumaschali. The Swairini like to marry men of their own group. The Kaminis marry men from any group and Pumas chalis change husband one after another so these are the three kinds of women who are entrapped by this demon over there if a man enters the planet of Atala this woman immediately capture him and induce him to drink an intoxicating beverage made from a drug known as Hataka, Cannabis ok now Cannabis, I think you all know what it is. This intoxicant endows the man with great sexual prowess, of which the woman takes advantage of her enjoyment. A woman will enchant him with attractive glances, intimate words, smiles of love and then embraces. In this way, she induces him to enjoy sex with her to her full satisfaction because of their his increased sexual power, the man thinks himself stronger than 10,000 elephants and considers himself most perfect. Indeed, illusion and intoxicated by false pride, he thinks himself God, ignoring impending death. Now, this particular person believes he is in this domain called Atala. And these are the women who are actually entrapping him. We always see from the other point of view. The point of view which is always taken into account is that a man who is sexually very strong traps these women. But on the contrary, it is the other way around. The women are actually very stronger. They can entrap the person by their own glances or the way they behave, the way they enact, the way they... Portray themselves, the person is induced to do these kind of activities. Alright. The next planet around below Atala is Vitala, wherein Lord Shiva, who is known as the master of gold mines, lives with his personal associates, the ghosts and similar living entities. Lord Shiva is the progenitor engaged in sex with Bhavani, the progenitress to produce living entities and from the mixture of their vital fluid the river named Hataki is generated. Hataki we just now did. Cannabis. Ah, When fire being made to blaze by the wind, drinks by this river and then sizzles and spits it out, it produces gold called Hataka. The demons who live on that planet with their wives decorate themselves with various ornaments made from gold and thus they live there very happily. Below the planet Vitala is another planet known as Sutala, where the great son of Maharaj Virochana, Bali Maharaj, it is the knee, knee portion, K-N-E-E, Ni, you know? Hmm. Who is celebrated the most pious king resides even now. For the welfare of Indra, the king of the heaven, Lord Vishnu, appears by the form of a dwarf, Brahmachari, as the son of Aditi, and tricked Bali Maharaj by begging for only three pieces of land by taking all the three worlds being very pleased with Mah- Bali Maharaj for giving up his possession the Lord returned his kingdom and made him richer than the opulent king Indra even now Bali Maharaj engages in devotional service by worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the planet of Sutala you know there is the only place where we bend down you go to church where do you bend? On your knees. You go on your knees. You know the knees are the only thing that touches the ground. Bali Maharaj was a great devotee of the Lord. So he is the only demon in the entire creation, system, who bows down to the Lord. And we think Maharaj and somebody else will be there. No, you think about it. When you actually bend your knees to the Lord, when you do kneel down, you kneel down we say no. Kneeling down is a part of reverence. We are revering the God. We are saying, God please help me. So when you kneel down on your knees, bend down on your knees, <laughs> the knees are the thing that touches the ground. Okay, nothing else touches. So, none of the demons in this planetary system are going to bow down to the Lord except the knees. Okay? So, we will continue. So, now he is the great boss of this domain called Sutala. My dear King, Bali Maharaj donated all his possessions to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vamandev. For one should certainly not concede that he achieved his great worldly opulences in Bilaswarga as a result of charitable disposition. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is the source of life for all living personalities, lives within everyone as the friendly super soul. And under his direction is a living entity, enjoys or suffers in the material world. Greatly appreciated the transcendental qualities of the Lord, Bali Maharaj offered everything at the lotus feet. His purpose, however, was not to gain anything material but to become a pure devotee. For a pure devotee, the door of liberation is automatically opened. One should not think that Bali Maharaj has given so much material opulence merely because of his charity. When one becomes a pure devotee in love, he will be blessed with the good material position by the will of the Supreme Lord. However, one should not mistakenly think that the material opulence of a devotee is the result of his devotional service. The real result of devotional service is the awakening of pure love for the Supreme Personality of Godhead which continues under all circumstances. Now so such big line we read. I'll give you the essence of the line, if somebody gets money, if somebody gets money, becomes rich, becomes opulent, becomes very great in this world, or is everything, you know, he becomes a great actor or a director or somebody like that or very big person, politician or this or that, please don't think that he is a devotee of the Lord. No. He is somebody whom God has been kind enough to bestow that thing. He is not close to God at all. So even in his past life, when he was praising God to the heavens, at that time God gave him some opulence in this life. Some money, some power, something like that was given to him. See the last line is extremely. When one becomes pure devotee in love, he will be blessed with a good material position by the will of the Supreme Lord. Only when you become a devotee of the Lord that something else comes in your way. Otherwise, the things which we are talking about will not come. Only for a devotee, the door of liberation is opened. And a devotee is a person who doesn't ask for money or opulence or grandeur or anything like that doesn't ask for it please understand this and a devotee doesn't ask for all these things however one should not mistakenly think that the material opulence of a devotee is a result of devotional service if the devotee has got money doesn't mean that it has come because of his devotional service did you understand this The devotee is not given money by the Lord. So if anybody who wants to become a devotee and thinks that God is going to give them money, they are mistaken. Money is not equal to devotion. Money is away from devotion. He is getting the money because of his karmic acts. And karma has nothing to do with devotion, sir. So, Don't mix up these two. Karma is separate, devotion is separate. Money coming is associated with karma and devotion is associated with love for God. That's it. And love for God is the only way of liberation, not anything else. So if you are thinking that getting liberated, only love for God, the devotion to Him is the only way of liberation. So the real result of devotional service is the awakening of the pure love for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, which continues under all circumstances. So money, opulence, wealth, richness, this, that, grandeur, glory, it has nothing to do with devotion. Don't you ever think about devotion is equal to all those things. No. Love and devotion will only give you liberation. That's it. Nothing beyond that. No money and all. What? There is no bank of Lakshmi limited over there. Illa. Bank of Lakshmi got left behind outside, in Karma bank, the bank of Lakshmi is there, you understand? Karma bank, Bank of Karma Limited, we has got Lakshmi over, sitting over there as the big boss. If you come towards God, to, towards the divine Lord, that is the father in heaven or Krishna, and you think that he is going to give you, well, Lakshmi, oh, you have come to the wrong department, <laughs> no, no Lakshmi there, no money, no opulence. So when you enter from there, no, you already have your karma with you, so you will have the money with you. Otherwise that also illa, no. So one who is embarrassed by hunger and who falls down or stumbles, chants the holy name of the Lord even once, willingly or unwillingly, is immediately freed from the reaction of the past deeds. Karmis is entangled in material activities, face many difficulties in the past Or mystic yoga and other endeavors to achieve such freedom. Those who are on the path of karma for them to enter the path of liberation is the most difficult thing in the world. So please understand first and foremost your karma needs to be minused out, it has to be removed. Hmm. So this is like erasable memory, you need to re-erase it. But you know erasable memory has one very big defect. There are there are those people who can recover it, isn't it? There is a recovery process even after de- deleting the information. So where is the question of you know rewriting? Sir, your hard drive only has to be replaced, <laughs> and it should be replaced not by a hard drive. Maybe it has to be that you know solid state SSD. <laughs> nothing remains over there. Everything goes fuss like that. So, think about it. So anything that is associated, see this is where the whole problem is. If there is a karmi, karmi means somebody who has performed karma, okay? Karma. So you got money, you got children, you got wife and husband or this or that is all associated with your karma. Don't mistake this karma to the devotion part. Karma is different. Only after a certain amount of karma is getting minus, 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 minus that the Lord will come and stand in front of you. To see him is the most difficult thing. You will think he is some Aira Gaira Nattu Kera, you know, like that kind of a person. We don't even know who he is. Alright? So he looks like a comedian sometimes. So he comes and stands in front of you and you will wonder oh, who is this comedian who is standing in front of you? Sir, He's is somebody completely different. Karmis is entangled in material activities, face many difficulties in the practice of mystic yoga. Mystic yoga means devotion and love. This is the yoga which gives you the liberation in this life. So don't, don't mix up these two, okay? Only when your karma becomes minus, 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 minus that the Lord will come and stand in front of you to take you out of this and other endeavours to achieve the same freedom. The same freedom will not come to karmis. Okay. This is a difficult verse, by the way. To understand this verse, it will take certain time. Let let me give it to you this way that uh, none of our parents, nobody can ever get out of this because they are karmic people. They have enough karmas to your credit that they have never met the divine lord. Never met the divine lord. So the question of entering into meeting him is difficult. It's like, you know, uh, think about it. Now you are staying in United States and people will say, oh, Narendra Modi has come to United States. Okay, so you are going to meet him, huh? No, no, no. You can only see him in television, sir. (laughs) Or maybe in your laptop or something like that. You are actually not going to meet him, no? So like that the Lord also gives you a flying visit to America. Like that Lord also comes in your life somewhere far away and says, hi, I have come to a place and goes away. So, the Lord himself has visited our parents, but they don't know about his visit because it's like in a near distant vision. They just have an idea that there is somebody like that. Beyond that, there is no interaction with him. So do you understand? So karmis, people those who are involved in karmic activities have hardly any time for doing these things. Those who have met the Lord, those who have actually physically, seen him they have been they are generous they have been given the vision of the lord by the lord appearing in their world and they should be very happy because most of the karma which they are having just now no new karma is getting added but the old one is getting minused you got what I am saying? no new one is getting added old one is all getting minus, minus, minus it's going at a fast rate like that you don't know when it's going to end. It may end today also for all you know. Who knows? So, like that. It's a fast forward. Like you know, FF. Fast forward. So, the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is situated in everyone's heart is the super soul. Sells himself to his devotees such as Narad Muni. Think about it. The Lord is selling himself. He's a salesman. He tells Narad Muni, will you buy me? Now, do you understand what I meant by the, the Lord standing in front of you? Okay. And the person doesn't even know that he is a Lord. And yet he is trying to sell himself. I am here, you know, please help me, you know. I will help you get out of this, sir. Please help me, you know. And then you look at this bikari type of person standing in front of you. Oh, you! What is this? I cannot, I cannot help you. And the ego comes in. <laughs> to the play, and you do not recognize the Lord standing in front of you like a poor man. You know, think about it. I mean, think about Jesus. Jesus was wearing simple clothes, and beard, and going around. You know, like that, with very simple. Who will recognize him? Who will recognize him? And just imagine Ramakrishna Parmansa. Can anybody recognize him? He's just coming like a Like that. He's having one pan in his mouth and all Chewing and Imagine coming and standing in front of you and you're Wondering what is this old man coming and Doing over here (laughs) So he'll try to sell himself To you. That is what he does Every time he'll come and he'll He'll give you some funda about you know Selling himself Always know this. The Lord appears And he tries to sell himself to you In other words, the Lord gives pure love to such devotee and gives himself to those who love him purely. The only way of recognizing the Lord is, he is only love incarnate, he gives love to everybody. He is the only person who gives spreads love like that, 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 that. There is no anger, there is no greed, there is nothing in this world for him to achieve. What else he can give? He can give only pure love and that is what he gives. Great self-realized mystic yogis such as the four Kumaras also derive great transcendental bliss from realizing the super soul within themselves. Only great people can recognize this Lord who is spreading love like nobody's business. He just keeps, he keeps on giving love. The Supreme Personality of Godhead did not award his mercy to Bali Maharaj by giving him material happiness and opulence. For they make one forget loving service to the Lord. This this is exactly what I told you. you now, if you are going to ask for money and all that, the Lord is not going to give you. You want, you want, you know, devotion, no money, nothing, no money, no opulences, no nothing, nothing, nothing. The result of material opulence is that one can no longer absorb his mind in the supreme personality of Godhead. The moment you have money and opulences and the very good, you know. Bank balances and all, no, no, God is not going to be with you at all, he is going to disappear. When the Supreme Personality of Godhead could see no other means of taking everything away from Bali Maharaj, he adopted the trick of begging from him and took away all the three worlds. The Lord comes as a beggar. He will have no money. He will look like a Vaman avatar. Vaman avatar means somebody who is lula-langada and that, hey, that, sa. you know, like that. <laughs> He will come like a bikani type of a person and he will look at you and he will say, Oh my God, this is the Lord of <laughs> Thus only the body was left, but the Lord was still not satisfied. He arrested Bali Maharaj, bound him by the rope of Varuna and threw him in the cave of the mountain. Nevertheless, although his property was taken, he was thrown into the cave Bali Maharaj with such a great devotee that he spoke as follows. Alas, how pitiable is this for Indra, the king of the heaven, that although he is very learned and powerful and although he chooses Vraspati as the prime minister to instruct him is completely ignorant concerning spiritual advancement. Who? Think about it. Indra, which is the mind, is under the instructions of Brihaspati. Intellect. The great intellect who has got all the knowledge in the world, who teaches all the gods in the world. He is the teacher of all the gods. Remember, intellect. Even then, he is completely ignorant concerning spiritual advancement. If somebody uses the mind and wants to achieve God, zero, he is going to get big zero. No achievement of God by using mind. Brahaspati, knowledge. Lot of knowledge, lot of intellect. Illa. Brahaspati is also unintelligent because he did not properly instruct his disciple Indra. Who is this unintelligent? The intellect is also called unintelligent because he is teaching the wrong kind of things, wrong kind of people. This is called intellect devoid of discretion. Indiscretion. You can teach anybody. You cannot teach spirituality to wrong kind of people, understand this. Try teaching spirituality to somebody who doesn't even give a damn about the God. That egoistic person will say, what the hell are you talking about? You don't understand anything. So it's like teaching Indra, you know, it's the wrong kind of person to be taught spirituality. Lord they was standing at Indra's door, but King Indra, instead of begging him for an opportunity to render transcendental loving service. Engaged him in asking for alms to gain the three worlds for his sense gratification. Sovereignty over the three worlds is very insignificant because whatever material opulence one may possess lasts only for an age of manu which is but a tiny fraction of endless time. If somebody has the opulence and if somebody has the money, it's only going to last for one lifetime only. Beyond that, nothing is going to come to him. Bali Maharaj said, My great grandfather Prahlad Maharaj is the only person who understood his own self-interest. Upon the death of Prallad Maharaj, Hiranyakashyap of Lord went to offer Prallad, the father's kingdom, and even wanted to grant him liberation from material bondage. But Prallad accepted neither liberation nor material opulence, he thought, as obstacles to devotional service. So, understand, only intelligent person in this asuras is Prallad. He doesn't ask for money, he doesn't ask for anything. And he only asks for devotional service, that's it. And therefore such gifts from the Supreme Personality of Godhead are not actual mercy. So if somebody asks for God for money and He gives money, it is not mercy. He is, you are like any other Tom, Dick, Harry Jones, you know, you are nobody. So, he consequently, instead of accepting the results of Karma and Jnana, Prahlad Maharaj simply beg the Lord for engagement in the servant to become his servant. Bali Maharaj said persons like us who are still attached to material enjoyment who are contaminated by the material modes of nature and who lack the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead cannot follow the supreme path of Prahlad Maharaj the exalted devotee of the Lord. Sukhdeva Goswami continued My dear King, how shall I glorify the character of Bali Maharaj? The Supreme Personality of Godhead, the master of the three worlds who is most compassionate of his own devotee stands with the club in his hand as Bali Maharaj's door. When Ravana, the powerful demon came to gain victory over Bali Maharaj. Vaman Dev kicked him a distance of 80,000 miles with his big toe. I shall explain the character and activities of Bali Maharaj later in the 8th Canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. The story is still not started, we are just doing the planetary system. Understand this, we are not doing anything else. Planetary system is nowhere outside, it's inside of us. Don't forget these words. Beneath the planet, planet known as Sutala is another planet called Talakal, which is ruled by the dhanava named demon Nemaya Maya is known as the Acharya, master of all the Mayavis, who can invoke the power of sorcery. For the benefit of the three worlds, Lord Shiva, who is known as Tripurari, once set fire to the three kingdoms of Maya, but later being pleased with him, he returned with the kingdom. Since that time, Mayadana has been protected by Lord Shiva, and therefore he falsely thinks that he need not fear the Sudarshan Chakra or the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The planetary system below Talatala Tala is known as Mahatala. It is the abode of many hooded snakes. Descendants of Kadru and who were always very angry. The great snakes who are prominent are Kahuka, Takshaka, Kaliya and Susena. The snake in the Mahatala are always distributed by the fear of Garuda, the carrier of Lord Vishnu. But although they are full of anxiety, some of them never play sport with their wives, children, friends and relatives. Now you want to know where the hell is this place? <laughs> you know, I am sure you have heard of carpals, metacarpals. No? <laughs> They are called the phalanges. These are called the phalanges, isn't it? Huh? Like that, we have in our feet also, you know, I'm sure you have seen ghosts. <laughs> if not ghosts, at least a skeleton you must have seen. <laughs> Where all those things are branching out, you know, all the toes are branching out. That is a place. <laughs> this is a place described. And the one before, the one before, the one which we described before, where? Where? Who is there? The great person is there. The demon named Maya stays over there. Okay? That is the heel. Heel. And this is the couple and the metacouple which go, they go outside like that. Right? So that is the second last one. Alright? So these are like the snakes, no? Are they not going out like a snake? Multi-hooded snake like that, twink, like that is coming out. <laughs> if you actually see, it looks like a snake. Your bone is there, you know, and to the bone are attached this, feet is attached like that, tank like that. Mm. And at the bottom over here is this other, who is the demon's land, and this is another demon's land. You got it? Mm. So, the snake of Mahatala is always distributed, disturbed by the fear of Garuda, the carrier of Lord Vishnu but although they are full of anxiety, some of them nevertheless sport with their wife, children, friends and relatives. Beneath Mahatala is the planetary system known as Rasatala, which is the abode of the demonic sons of Diti and Danu. They are called Paanis, Naivetakavas, Kalayas, and Hiranyapurnavasis, those living in the Hiranyapura. They are all enemies of the demigods and they reside in holes like snakes. From birth they are extremely powerful and cruel. And although they are proud of their strength, they are always defeated by the sugestion chakra of the Supreme Personality of Godhead who rules all the planetary systems. When a female messenger from Indra named Sarama chants a particular curse, the and demons of Mahatala become very afraid of the Indra. The last one also I'll tell you. Okay. Beneath Rasatala is another planetary system known as Patala or the Nagaloka. It It is the bottom, the feet. The bottom, okay, where well, there are many demonic serpents, the masters of the Nagalokas, there's there the Sankha, Kulika, Mahansankha, Sankha, Shweta, Dananjaya, Dhananjaya, Dhritarashtra, Sankha Chuda, Kambala, Asva, Asvastara and Devadatta. The chief among them is Vasuki. They are all extremely angry and they have many hoods, such so snakes, some snakes, five hooded, some seven, some ten, others a hundred and thousands. these hoods are bedecked with valuable gems. And the light emanating from the gems illuminate the entire planetary system of the swarga So, at the bottom of the feet is the last one. Okay? So this explains to you all the pathals in this world. Right? And I think you got a fair understanding of how these pathalas are. Now think about the planetary systems. So you think there is some planetary system somewhere. <laughs> nowhere it's all within you all right so now anything any questions or otherwise i can stop over here i'll stop now